0: Changing minds, one thought at a time. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Changing Minds Online. I am Dr. Akina Finch, and today we are, once again, without Jessica. But she's on that wonderful vacation that I mentioned on Thursday. But she'll be back on Thursday on our next Empowering Women series. So she, I'm sure she's going to report back of all the wonderful things she did. But today I will be talking to Dr. Daryl Norman Burrell, faculty and executive coach, and we're going to discuss empowering yourself through education. How are you doing today, Dr. Burrell?
1: I'm doing very, very well, and I'd like to say thank you for inviting me on the show. I consider it an honor and a privilege, and I'm very excited to share some information with your listeners.
0: Oh, well, thank you. It's definitely my honor to have you here as well. So can you uh, introduce yourself and tell us about your education and your experience?
1: Okay, so um, I was born in the D.C. area. I grew up in Maryland. Uh, I live in the Washington, D.C. metro area now. Um, one of the reasons that I want to talk to group of people tonight is to really share about how education really changed my life. Uh, I was a person who barely graduated high school. I'm probably one of the most unlikely people you'll ever meet with a doctorate degree in that I went to four undergraduate schools uh, before I finished, and it was 12 years after my high school graduation until I got my doctorate. until I got my bachelor's, I'm sorry. And I finished with a bachelor's in management from National Lewis University. I have four graduate degrees. Uh, my first one was a master's in human resource management. My second one, and, and I went to National Lewis University for that one too. My second one was a master of arts in marketing from Prescott College in Arizona. And then my third master's is a master of management in Healthcare um, healthcare leadership from National Lewis University, and my fourth graduate degree is an education specialist degree in higher education administration from George, Wa- George Washington University. And I finished my doctorate in 2010 from A.T. Still University in Kirksville, Missouri, where I did a uh, doctorate in health education. I did minors in environmental public health and executive leadership coaching. Um, my dissertation was on intergenerational conflict in the workplace.
0: That is a one impressive resume, impressive. I just wanted to let the listeners know that not only is he have an extensive background, but he is also my educational mentor. He is one of the reasons why I have I am now living in my purpose right now. And that's why I wanted to share his knowledge with you today because I am a witness that the things that he's going to say to you have worked. So thank you for thank that, Doctor. Nice. Oh, thank you. Of That's such a nice thing to say. Yes, I mean I want the listeners to know, and I have no problem giving credit where it's due. And you are definitely worthy of credit. Thank you. And you're most welcome. So now, some of our listeners don't have their uh, undergraduate degree. So how would you advise them to go about getting that?
1: Well, so one of the things that we really need to understand and think about when it comes to education is, you know, people say education is an expense or I can't afford it, and it's interesting that we have student loans, and a lot of times these loans are not based on credit, they're just based on you being enrolled. And, you know, as people, we spend money on cars and clothes and trips and going out, but you know, education is an investment where if we get that education, it can come back um, to help us make more money in the future. Whereas if you buy, you know, uh, some jewelry or if you go on a trip, that's not always necessarily the case. You know, I always tell people that bachelor's degree is probably one of the hardest degrees to get because it's usually 40 classes you have to finish to get a bachelor's degree and maybe 30 of the 40 you're not even interested in. Uh, What I tell people is there's a lot of non-traditional ways to get your degree. I teach for a school in Massachusetts called the National Graduate School of Quality Management, and they have a program where if you have 60 credits, you can finish your bachelor's in a year, Um, and their tuition is very low. It's less than $8,000 to finish their degree. Uh, Their bachelor's is in quality management, which applies to every industry, and I tell people You know, get your bachelor's degree degree as quickly and as cheaply as possible. And then, you know, focus your time and energy on getting a master's degree. A lot of times people get caught up in, oh, my bachelor's has to be in this or I have to do this or I have to do that. I just tell people, you know, get the bachelor's because a lot of times a bachelor's is the baseline degree you need to get in order to do anything else. And I tell people, really, in this economy, you need more than a bachelor's degree. Uh, There was an article in the Washington Post that basically said since 2000 uh, the the awardings of a master's degree nationwide have gone up 63%. You know, I tell people on a national average uh, one in four people have a bachelor's degree. So every job that you apply for, if all you have is a bachelor's degree, uh, one out of four of those people are going to have the same degree as you do. If you don't have a bachelor's degree, then you know you're going to be competing against people um, that do. So I told people, you know, no one's ever, you know, people can knock on your door and repossess your car or knock on your door and <laughs> try to take your furniture back if you're renting your furniture, but no one's ever knocked on my door to come take my degrees off the wall. So, you know, mm-hmm. getting that bachelor's degree is one investment you can get that, you know, no one can take away from you.
0: That is a wonderful thought, you know. And that's the way people need to see education. They need to know that once you have it, they can't take it away from you. And it's the stepping stone to get into where you want to be in your goals and dreams. So that was a wonderful point, Dr. Burrell. So now what Thank advice you. would you give? Oh, you're welcome. So what advice would you give about parents who have children who may be in uh, elementary, high school, uh, getting to start college, and they're still thinking about going to college themselves, what would you tell them?
1: Well, one of the things I'll tell you is if you have small children, most states have what we call a college savings plan, and what's neat about those college savings plans is they lock in the cost of tuition based on what it is now. So if you have a two-year-old, you know, you can join a college savings plan, and they'll make your payments based off of what it costs now, even though your child might not go to school for 16 years. And I always tell people, you know, you don't have to do a four-year school. There's um, community college that you can do. And so my daughter was small. We did a college saving program that would pay for two years for our community college, and the payment was like $53 a month. And so if you're putting away $53 a month, You know, that's money set aside, and if they don't go to school, then you can get that money back, but those are options. The other thing I tell parents or individuals is one way to get college credit is what they call CLEP tests or college-level equivalency tests or Dante's test called DSST tests. And essentially what these are are multiple-choice tests on basic subjects, and you can go on Amazon and get study guides for them. And they tend to be 100 questions, and if you pass 55 out of 100, you get three college credits. What's nice is the test only costs about $100 to take, and it can save you money and time. I know for me, when I was in my bachelor's program, when I completed my courses, I was still 12 credits short from getting my degree, and they tried to hand me the catalog for the community college, and I was going one night a week already for school. In community college, I would have had to go take four classes and still work. It just didn't work. And then someone told me about these tests, and Strayer Universities, one place where they offer the test. Or if you live near a military base, they usually offer the test at an education center. And so what I did was I signed up for seven te- eight tests. I passed seven of them. And literally within 60 days, I got 21 college credits. And so what I tell people that haven't children that are in high school, a lot of these are similar subjects to what your child might be taking in school, so what would be neat is if you could go out and have your child take a whole bunch of CLEP tests, your child can have the equivalent of associate's degree before they even graduate high school, which would save you money on two years of college if your child is going on to get their bachelor's degree.
0: Wow, that is great information. That's great information. Because, you know, a lot of people who may have high school children, they are maybe thinking about going to college themselves. They know they need to go, but they're waiting until their child gets out of school. What advice would you give to them? Should they wait, or should they just go ahead and just start going towards their dream?
1: Well, I think they could go for their dream too. Maybe one one of the things they do is they just start studying and taking CLEP tests on your own. You know, if you think about it, I I met someone in the military who never set foot on a college and when we added up all their CLEP tests, they had sixty well, they had seventy five college credits without ever setting foot on a college just through, you know, these tests and these other areas and ways to get credit for experiential learning. And so Maybe if you're waiting a few years for your child to finish, you could start off with taking those tests first, get those credits, and they keep them like a transcript, and you can send them to the school you want to go to, and you can be working on building something on your way there. And there's a school in New York called Excelsior College where you can transfer those classes to them and um, take, I think it's five classes, and they will award you an associate's degree. So, for a lot of people, they say, well, a bachelor's, it's four years of school. Maybe you might want to get an associate's degree to start. So you take all the CLEP tests and then you go to Excelsior College in New York and you take uh, a few tests and then you can go from there.
0: Wow, that's great information. That's great because, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, may not be able to see past the current situation and didn't really know that they could just go and take some tests and be working on it while they go to work. You know, they never knew that two hours, three hours of that day would end up being almost 60 credit hours. So, I mean, that is great. Yes. You know, so let's move into the graduate arena, the master's degree. What advice do you have for people who have the bachelor's but, got a, guy a little complacent or life happened and they didn't go straight into the master's, but they know they need it. But now they're, you know, on the fence about it. Tell me what you, uh, information you have for those people.
1: Well, I think there's two ways to look at a master's. One way is you've already got a great job and you've already got a lot of experience. And so getting a master's is just the icing on the cake to take you to another level. And if that's the case where you're already in your career, you're set up in your career, you might say, well, I don't really need it. But I think one of the things that you start that I learned for myself is it's not just about you needing it to get the next promotion. I think getting a graduate degree changes the way you relate to other people, changes the way you see the world, changes the way you have the ability to think and analyze and solve problems. And for someone like that, I tell people, hey, if it's not urgent or a requirement, There's some very, very inexpensive options where you could do a master's degree online where you could finish, one of which is there's a school in Texas called Amberton University, and they have a master's degree that you can do online. I think the whole thing is less than $8,000. And they have a master's in professional studies. It's 10 classes, and you can do it in HR, management. They have some classes in counseling. The other school I recommend is uh, University of California Dominguez Hills has a Master's in Conflict Management That's 10 courses that's $9,000, and you can do it online. The reason why that's such a powerful degree is one of the biggest issues happening in organizations is conflict. And one of the biggest problems is managers that have the ability to solve conflict or know how to deal with conflict with their teams. And so to me... That's a powerful degree, and it's unique, and it's very, very different than if you just said, oh, I just have an MBA. And there's a lot of people out there that say, oh, I want an MBA, and that's what they go for. The other point person that I think should get a master's degree is someone where you really want to specialize. I don't think a master's degree should be about getting something general. You should specialize in a specific area. So some of the hot areas that are really big right now is project management. My university that I work for, Florida Institute of Technology, has a master's in project management. And I tell people, once you get the master's, also get the project management certification because these are skills that go everywhere. And I tell people, if you have that degree plus a certification, you automatically can increase your salary by 25 to 40%. Then there's some other degrees out there that are very, very interesting. Uh, Michigan State has an online master's in food safety. And, you know, there's a shortage of public health professionals that walk around and, and engage in food inspection and food safety. And we know every so often, a couple times a year, they talk about these salmonella outbreaks and these other issues. So this is something where you could have a specialized degree in an area where you can go out and you would have job security. Another university out there that's doing some interesting things is uh, there's a Maryland University of Integrative Health, and many of us are interested in in alternative medicine, wellness, and health promotion. Well, they have a master's program that's only about $21,000, and they have one in health and wellness coaching that's aligned with the International Coaching Federation, and that's a really, really – self care is really, really big now with the Affordable Care Act coming in and things of that nature. And then um, one more I'd like to share is University of Texas at Dallas has an online certificate in executive coaching that you can get in line with a master's in management or administrative sciences. And as you probably have heard, executive coaching is very, very hot right now. And basically executive coaching is where you're trying to help people with their career or help them with life coaching or help them kind of, you know, re-energize where they're going with their career. And so executive coaching is really, really a hot area. And so there are many, many innovative master's programs, but I think it's important for you to specialize and, and do something that's really going to separate you from the other people that are out there.
0: Great. Now, a lot of our listeners are entrepreneurs or want to become entrepreneurs. So what degrees do you recommend in that area?
1: So what's interesting is I think it's Western Carolina University, as well as Oklahoma State, actually have master's degrees in entrepreneurship. Um, And more and more schools are developing bachelor's degrees in entrepreneurship. Uh, Western Carolina, I think, is 30 credits, 10 classes, where it's taking you through that whole framework. Um, The other thing that's starting to become vogue is people are creating masters in business administrations with concentrations in entrepreneurship. Uh, So entrepreneurship is becoming a big, big thing because even people that have full-time jobs are looking to create multiple streams of income in terms of doing things on their side that can make money. You know, one of the things that happened for me and one of the advantages for me for having my degrees and a doctorate is I'm able to teach online outside of my regular job or I'm able to do consulting. And those opportunities are a direct result of my education. If I didn't have the education, I wouldn't be able to do it. I told my graduate students all along, if you don't have a degree and You you work somewhere and they hand you a plunger and they tell you to plunge a toilet. Well, guess what? You have to do it. But if you have your education and you have options, you can throw the plunger back at them and say, go plunge your own toilet. So education just gives you freedom and avenues to do what you want to do versus what you have to do.
0: Yes. Now, a lot of uh, people may not have known that you know, once you get your masters you're able to uh teach on the college level. Uh that is wonderful information for uh the guests to know. Also, are there any uh particular certifications that you would recommend? Because I noticed that uh you were mentioning about the P M P. Is there any other uh certifications you would recommend the listeners have?
1: Yes. Oh so let me explain. PMP is what's called Project Management Professional. So that's a very, very comprehensive certification. There's another one. There's a couple that are becoming very, very popular now. If you're in Human Resources, there's a certification there. Um, executive Coaching is one. I just completed. Uh, there's an organization called Coach Training Alliance, and they do a great kind of a program that over 22 weeks you can complete and be certified as an executive coach Um, some of the other ones I recommend is there's one called Certified Diversity Professional and it's offered by DTUI University and basically you take three um, you go for three days and you're able to uh, get your degree in that area and um, also there's A couple of certifications, Human Capital Institute has one called uh, Certified Workforce Planning Specialist. So there's a lot of nice certifications that are out there that can really, really help you in terms of you and your career.
0: Very good, because you know, a lot of people want to make sure that they have all the bases covered and certifications are included in those bases, so thank you for that knowledge. So now we are going to uh, the doctorate. So tell us your thoughts about the doctorate. There's a lot of people out there that are on the fence about getting their doctorate. They know what it can do for them, but they want to make sure that it's the right decision for them. What would your advice be?
1: Well, what what I I think is important and critical is, I'm going to use a funny analogy, and the analogy I'm going to say is prudent about a doctorate. I tell people picking a doctorate is like picking a spouse. Uh, If you pick the wrong one, it might be expensive and very difficult to get out of. And I think all too often it's important to do your research. I think too many people just pick the first thing that's in their face and they go with that. And I will tell you right now, Where you go and get your doctorate depends on what you want to do when you get out. You know, one of the things that's happened out there is there's a lot of totally online universities that offer doctorates that are totally online. And yes, they're accredited, and yes, it's nice, but there are still some traditional academics at university, traditional universities that even though you do have a doctorate, might not look at you the same as someone else who graduated from another doctorate program. So I always tell people to pick a university that has a physical campus that may do their doctorate online. But I tell people be careful if you're going to a totally online university because it could be frustrating to do all the work and get the doctorate and still not have the opportunities that you want to have when you get out. And so there's a couple programs out there that I really would recommend um, that I think. Fit this bill. One is a university called University of Charleston in Charleston, South—I mean Charleston, West Virginia. Sorry. And they have a Doctorate of Executive Leadership. It's a three-year program, and it's all about leadership and management. The content is great because in most organizations we have managers, but we don't have good leaders. Another program that I'll recommend is my alma mater, AT Still University. has three doctorates in healthcare-related areas. They have a Doctor of Health Administration, they have a Doctor of Health Education, and they have a Doctor of Health Sciences. All of these programs are set up where you can still work and complete your degrees, and maybe you have to go out for, you know, one long weekend a year on campus, but other than that, you can complete your doctorate. And the power of, you know, where I went to school is it's a brick-and-mortar campus where 90% of the students uh, attend classes there. My university has a dentistry school, a physical therapy school, and and, and, and a school of medicine. And so what's, what's great is, you know, when people look at my degree, they can look and see that there's a university behind it with buildings and other things that support it. Um, another program that I think is really, really good is University of Liverpool in the U.K., has an online doctor of business administration that you can complete in two to three years. Again, University of Liverpool is considered one of the top 20 universities in the U.K., um, and it's a great program. The, the only problem I think right now is uh, if you have to do student loans, I think they only do private student loans. They don't do federal student loans. But if you work somewhere where your employer will pay, then that might be a nice option for you Uh, to complete your doctorate. One thing I will say about having a doctorate, which is very powerful, is it will allow you to teach, consult. Getting a doctorate, if you do it the right way, will take you in directions you would have never dreamed. My doctorates opened so many doors for me to teach at places that I never thought I would, places like University of Virginia. I've taught for University of Liverpool, uh, George Mason University, and even my current employer, Florida Institute of Technology, which is considered one of the top schools in the state of Florida. And so, again, if I didn't have that doctorate, I wouldn't have those opportunities. So, again, it's a powerful tool, but I think you have to pick the right school and you have to do some other professional development things along with it.
0: So now we've covered the bachelor's, the master's, and the doctorate and what we can do with them. Okay, so let's say they've decided that they want to get this degree. What is the very first step to go out and get it? What what do they need to make sure that they have done?
1: Well, the first thing I think is important is there's a book that I recommend that you get, and it's called Getting What You Came For, The Smart Student's Guide to Getting a Doctorate, uh, a Master's, or a Ph.D., and one of the things that it does is it talks to you about the language and it really explains the process to you. And it will give you the kind of language that you really need because now doctorate programs are asking you to interview and have a conversation with someone before you're admitted in the program. You know, I always get leery if it's a doctorate program where it has no, you don't talk to anyone, you just submit something online, and the next thing you know you're admitted to the program. You know, that program might be letting anyone in. I think the good programs are those that interview you first and allow you to ask questions and make sure that you're the right candidate for it. The other thing I think is important is to get mentors and have those mentors that you can interact with outside of your program. Um, People like you um, that have gone through and have gotten a doctorate that are out there and are, are gone where they're going to kind of give them advice and shepherd them along the way. And then I think the the other thing is to apply, you know, get yourself out there and really push the envelope and apply. It's not easy. You know, they say less than half of 1% has a doctorate in the country, but if you're able to get it, you're part of an elite group, and, and you're part of a, 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 a very closed circle that, again, will allow you to do things that you would have never thought that you've been able to do. Um, But I think research is important. I think reading um, books about the doctoral process is very, very important. Um, and, And I think that's a huge step because a lot of people get confused. They think, oh, it's just like getting a master's. But it's a different, different way of thinking. You know, the analogy I tell doctorate students in orientation is that a bachelor's A student can take a puzzle and put it together. A master's student can take a picture and break it into the puzzle that the undergraduate student puts together. The doctoral student has the vision, the ability, and the intellect to actually paint the whole picture. So it's a different way of thinking. So I hope I answered your question.
0: Oh, yes, yes. So if someone was touched by what you said today or wanted more information, uh, can you give us your contact information and maybe even a takeaway that you would like for the people to have?
1: So I'm on LinkedIn, and I'm on LinkedIn as Daryl Norman Burrell. So it's D-A-R-R-E-L-L-B-U-R-R-E-L-L. And my middle name Norman is in there. So you'll see it's D a r r e l l b u r r e l l, and I'm on LinkedIn as Doctor Darreln Burrell. You'll see by the E's and the R's and L's, and my parents <laughs> love those in my name. Um, and so, otherwise, you can reach me also uh, through my email, which is d b u r r e l l at f i t dot edu. Um, As a takeaway, I just hope that people will realize that, you know, there's many educational options out there if you really just do your research. I think it's important to not just deal with the first thing that comes to you. I think for some people that that don't have a lot of experience, I think sometimes the pedigree of where you go to school and get your degree is important. They always tell people get your undergraduate as cheap as possible and then try to go to the best graduate school you can go to that's in your price range. You know, there's many schools now that are doing online degrees that you would have never thought, schools like Penn State, Stanford, um, University of Florida, Florida State. And so it's pretty powerful to know, and even Harvard has some online programs. So it's pretty powerful to think you can get a bachelor's degree from anywhere, and then you could go on and get a master's degree from a place like Stanford or NYU or Harvard or Pace University. So hopefully there are options out there that you really can explore, and they can benefit you at the end.
0: Thank you so much, Dr. Burrell, for coming on the show today and for imparting your wonderful knowledge to the listeners today.
1: Thank you. It was an honor and it was a pleasure um again, uh, feel free anyone who's interested in reaching out to me and contacting me, I can be reached on LinkedIn again as Dr. Daryl Norman burrell and I'm more than willing to provide insight, wisdom, or help anyone that I can in their pursuit of their education. uh Education changed my life um it afforded me opportunities that I've never dreamed that I would have, and so I'm real passionate about it. And I come from a place where education was hard for me. I went to college really to please my dad, and I went to four schools and flunked in and out of school before I finished my bachelor's. But once the light came on and I found my way, it's, I flourished it, and it's opened so many doors. And so hopefully my story will help you understand that you shouldn't give up, that if you really want to do it, You can, and there's options for you to do it. So thank you for having me on your show.
0: Thank you. And if you want to hear Dr. Burrell's episode again, please come to changingmindsonline.com. We're also on iTunes, Podomatic, and you can also find us on Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you so much, and have a great night. Goodbye.